You're listening to You're listening to Books and Boba, a book club and podcast featuring books by Asian and Asian American authors. My name is Marvin Yue. And I'm Rira Yu. And we are here for our May 2021 Lit Month Book News Update. Um, we are in the middle of May, which is Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. Um, Rira, how's your APAM been going? It's been exhausting. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there's been something going on every month. And yeah, it's just been very tiring for us Asian folks. Really feels like it's Black Friday every single day. And we are <laughs> and we're really like uh, you know, busting our asses out there trying to get people to care about our existence, you know? Yeah, it's a it's a strange time because it's the one month where being Asian and having Asian related events somehow has social currency. And so for those of us in like the advocacy activist um event organizing space it's really the time when the iron is the most hot where we can actually pitch event ideas and it, it'll actually get listened to um i'm sure like Rira is a bookseller so i'm sure there are tons of asian events going on at our bookstore right now as well not so much events but a lot of like campaigning for sure <laughs> and like lots of book wrecks speaking of book wrecks if you're not playing the asian books challenge uh this year um it's not too late <laughs> yeah yeah i am waiting for the end of the month just to drop my entire um alphabet because i mean um, you don't have to wait until the end of the month there there are a couple people who filled out their entire board in one day really and they were just like here you go and i was like that is it's dedication well i mean this is um this current week is my hell week because i have a big event that i'm producing this saturday so afterwards i'll have tons of free time to play this year's Asian Book Challenge, but until then, I am just oh man, it's it's amazing we even got time to um record this episode today because uh, we were supposed to record earlier, but then yeah. um some what was it, construction was happening at your place. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I live in an apartment building, and my neighbors next door they moved out, and they're doing renovations right now to get <laughs> ready for the next tenant. And the thing is, they've been doing renovation for like the past two weeks, so I thought they were done. But then they came back today and I was like, why? You weren't here yesterday or the day before. Why are you here today? Um, yeah, but like I waited to see if they would go away um, before we would record. But, you know, like 10 minutes in, I was just like, no, probably going to be here all day. That's what I miss about the studio. Uh, I miss just being able to go to a space and it's like guaranteed silence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we're almost there. We're at the hopefully end stages of at least this first round of covid uh, we don't know how the disease will advance from now but it sounds like at least in la where we are it's sort of getting under control well you're vaccinated i'm vaccinated yeah that i mean there's only two people in this podcast maybe <laughs> we'll be able to maybe we'll be able to go back to our studio space uh this summer Hopefully. Yeah, we should also grab lunch somewhere, probably. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been so long since I've actually, like, 
gone out and eaten with someone other than Dan. Because <laughs> I haven't really been seeing anybody throughout this yeah. entire pandemic. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm slowly re-socializing myself with people. And man, was it always this difficult to hang out with people? I don't remember. I know that it's difficult for people to hang out with me because <laughs> oh. uh, I'm almost as un... Um, reachable <laughs> i guess <laughs> i'm not a very social person so um it hasn't really been that much of a change but when an introvert when the most introverted person ever starts to miss social interactions that's when it gets a little bit like a little bit too much it's like we need to go <laughs> back to normal or quote unquote whatever normal is now yeah well i'm looking forward to recording with you in the studio sometime in the near future but we are here now, virtually, to talk about the latest book and publishing news in Asian American literature. We always start off our news episodes with the latest publishing news. So, uh, yeah, lots of book deals this month. Um, APAM, I guess. It's not only big for events, but also big for publishing. I think it's also just summer and there's just a lot of book deals. I don't know. I don't know like how, how the calendar works, per se. <laughs> But it seems like more Asian Asian folks are pitching their books and they're getting signed. So That's good true. for them. I mean, you know, you know what they say: correlation does not imply causality. But sometimes, um, when there's smoke, there's fire. I'm just using all sorts of metaphors here. But we're uh, really tired, you guys. <laughs> like both of us had like have had a very full day, a very long day. Yeah. So let's all let's right. get through this episode in one piece. Yeah, uh, Rira, what's our first deal? All right. Harper Alley acquired North American rights to Shakti, a debut graphic novel by S.J. Sindhu and illustrated by Nabi H. Ali. The middle grade story follows an Indian American girl who unleashes the power of the Hindu goddess Kali Ma when she confronts a coven of mean girl witches. Publication is slated for summer 2023. Oh, man. Mean girl witches. The worst kind of witches. I mean, sounds pretty cool. <laughs> All right, next up, um, Viking acquired debut picture book, That's Not My Name by Anusha Syed, about a girl whose first day of school is not what she expected when no one says her name correctly, and how she remembers to both love her name and use her voice. Publication is set for fall 2022. Yeah, this book sounds really, I mean, this is an experience that both Rira and myself are familiar with because we have names that are difficult to pronounce. Um, Rira's first name and my last name. Yeah, um... My name is weird because uh, when I immigrated here, they split my name in half. So technically, my legal name is Re. And <laughs> every year in every class, I would have to correct a teacher and say, actually, it's Rira. And then pronounce my name maybe like five more times. And sometimes they'll give up. Sometimes they'll just be like, ah, like I'll get it eventually. It's tiring. Yeah. And my last name is the UE sound is a pronunciation that is impossible for western tongues to pronounce so i get a lot of ua's and a lot of u's but it's it's yeah which i acknowledge it's hard to pronounce so usually if you try if you put in the effort to like do your best i'm usually pretty pretty tolerant yeah, i mean we're it. usually tolerant we're usually forgiving about it i yeah. mean there are western names that asian people can't pronounce <laughs> at all so Really, as long as people put in the effort, ironically, I think people are cool with it. Ironically, anything with an R in it. True, yeah. 
do you know how many Korean people mispronounce my name? Because they can't, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> All right. So next up, Underline Acquired Salam with Love by Sarah Sharaf Beg. Pitched as Love from A to Z meets When Dipple Met Rishi, 17-year-old Dua spends the month of Ramadan in New York City with family she hasn't seen in years. She tries to find common ground with her cousins and juggle the complexities of faith and the obstacles life throws in her way, all while battling her hormones whenever she sees Hassan, the cute drummer in a Muslim band who shows up at her most awkward moments. Publication is planned for spring 2022. Yeah, this sounds really cute. Uh, I definitely understand the feeling of... um, going to see family for a holiday or some kind of special event and you haven't seen them in like numerous years and you're just like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You know, my family is really small. So um, we're actually really close, even though we live all over the world. So I, know I actually have no experience on what it's like to be in a big family where I don't know everybody. Oh, wow. My, my father has uh, five siblings <laughs> um, and all of them except one has like they have at least three children. Wow. So it, yeah. So there are a lot of cousins and some of them I've seen more regularly than others. Uh, I mean, like last time I saw one of my cousins, like she had a kid and I was like, when did you get married? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, you have a baby now. Like last time I saw you, you were like just graduating from college. So it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very relatable Asian diasporan experience, I think. Yeah. All right. Next up, Running Press Kids bought world rights to We Are Here, 30 inspiring Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders who have shaped the United States. Written by Naomi Hirahara and illustrated by Ellie Fernandez. This middle-grade nonfiction anthology from the Smithsonian Asian Pacific American Center highlights the stories of 30 Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders and how they shape the cultural, social, and political landscape of the U.S. Publication is set for fall 2022. This sounds cool. You know, we need more Asian American studies-focused literature for younger readers. For younger readers, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Because Asian American history doesn't get taught until you go to college and you take an Asian American studies class if you're lucky to have it. And only if you go to a college with Asian American studies classes. Yep. Uh, I have not taken a single Asian American studies class. And yet here I am hosting (laughs) a book club (laughs) by Asian and Asian American authors. Well, I mean, (laughs) we're here in Los Angeles. You're you're pretty involved in the Asian American community out here. So you kind of learn things from osmosis as well. But like, you know, if you don't have a strong community with roots, it's also hard to learn that way as well, you know? Yeah, I've learned a lot by just reading books by Asian authors, both (laughs) nonfiction and fiction. So that is... Just a good habit to have if you want to learn more about the community. And Naomi Hirahara, like she's the author of the Masarai mystery series. We read the first book, uh, Summer of Big Bocce, for this book club. Uh, She has a new mystery series called um, A Leilani Santiago Hawaii Mystery Series. Uh, It takes place in Hawaii. And um, before she became a novelist, uh, Naomi Hirahara was actually like the editor in chief of like the oldest Japanese American newspaper. Oh, the Rafu Shimpo? Yeah, the Rafu Shimpo. Yeah. Mm. So uh, she definitely knows her Asian American history. She's lived through it. She was an incredible journalist. So yeah, yeah I'm really excited to, to see this. Even though this is for middle graders, I'll probably read it because. <laughs> I never took an Asian American studies class, and who knows? Maybe I'll learn things. Gotta keep learning. 
All right. Next up, Scholastic Press acquired Brandon Huang's untitled middle grade novel. In an adventure throughout her homeland, Vietnam, Freddie Lo teams up with her cousin Lin and the mysterious Dewey to retrieve and protect the fabled crossbow, a legendary weapon that can decimate any enemy, from the evil order of the Golden Claw. Publication is set for fall 2022. You know, even though there's no um, title, I can like visualize what the vibe of this book is. Yeah, yeah. It. I don't know why, but like immediately, like an animated film, <laughs> like just like popped into my head. I'm just like, yeah, this this would be like I don't know a Pixar film if they decide to make more Asian inspired fantasy. <laughs> I'm getting movies. more DreamWorks vibes from this one, though. I mean. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's been it's been so long since I've watched uh like an animated movie. Yeah. All right. Next up, Little Brown bought world rights to a debut picture book by Kelly Wu titled Wonderful Goodbyes. It follows a girl as she faces the loss of her beloved pet and spends the day doing all their favorite things. Publication is planned for winter 2023. You know, it's nice sometimes when you have like these grieving books about not a grandparent. I feel like we get a lot of grieving grandparent books in our book news. I guess so. Um, I haven't really noticed. I mean, we've had a lot of like grandparent stories, but not all of them are dead. <laughs> Next up, Abrams bought world rights to Jimmy's Shoes by Pat Tanumi Hardsha and illustrated by Derek Desirto. This picture book is about Malaysian-born shoe designer Jimmy Chu who defied all odds to become an internationally known shoe designer. Publication is planned for 2023. Jimmy Choo! I, <laughs> I didn't realize he was an actual person, I, but I've seen the stories. What? <laughs> I don't, what, I don't Why do, did you I, think I, it was not a real person? Desi- designer brands are usually named after the designer. <laughs> Are they? I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't fashion, so I, I really have no. I idea. mean, that's that's most brands. Martin. I think like, I just assumed it was just some like white dude taking on an Asian name to like, you know, brand themselves. I mean, if it was a white dude, why would they name it after like an Asian person's last name? Doesn't make sense. Hey, there are. It's there, for there shoes. There is a best-selling novelist who is a white dude who writes under a Asian pen name. So, uh, Jimmy Choo. <laughs> it's like way above my price line. Yeah, those would, love, those would love a pair, but yeah, it's I'm poor. Those stores look fancy. I'm a crazy broke Asian, <laughs> so can't afford a Jimmy Choo. Uh, so sad. All right, next up, Bala Kids acquired world rights to Goodnight Love, written by Sumi Longden Kim and illustrated by Laura Watkins. As the day comes to a close, Goodnight Love aims to help children connect to the warmth of their hearts through the power of loving kindness. Publication is scheduled for fall 2022. So I'm getting some like Goodnight Moon vibes from this, kind of like a, a a book you read to your kids as they fall asleep. Yeah, sounds like it. What does that experience feel like? I have no idea. I, no. Yeah, I, I did not read Goodnight Moon. I did not really get the picture book experience as a kid. That's true. My parents never really read to me to sleep neither, but I did play a lot of like cassettes on tape that were books. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So audiobooks before it became like yeah. digital. <laughs> All right. Next up, Coca-Cola acquired in a six-figure preempt Grace Shim's debut novel, The No Family, which has been pitched as Crazy Rich Asians meets The Princess Diaries if the matriarch were Miranda Priestly. 
Aspiring fashion designer Chloe Chang leaves K-dramas behind in Tulsa for a real K-drama of her own when a 23andMe test leads her to her deceased father's ultra-rich family in Seoul, where she meets her department store-owning Harmony and socialite cousins. But unanswered questions lead Chloe to wonder if an uncle who needs an organ donor has anything to do with her family's interest in her. Publication is planned for summer 2022, with a second YA novel coming forth. All right, that description, I'm just... Let me put up the you got me in the first half meme right there because, uh, man, that 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 is a K drama twist for sure. That's funny because um, I have a friend who like whose family did like the twenty three and Me thing for their family ge- uh, genealogy, and uh, a half sibling was found through twenty three and Me, and uh, they like reconnected. Yeah, wow. uh, the mom was uh, a teen mom, and she had like she had given away her her son bef- before she like got married and wow. had a new family. So, uh, yeah, like everybody's like cool with it. There's no there's no drama. It was just like, <laughs> hey, I exist. Like, how are you doing? It's like good. It sounds interesting though. Um, how does it tickle your fancy as someone who um, there are a lot of keywords here that I think you would like? Um, this sounds very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> But but it sounds fun. Um, Seoul is like one of my favorite cities in the world. And uh, when you put in rich people in it, I mean, rich people are bad, but you get to see all the cool <laughs> stuff that rich people consume and all the pretty stuff that they wear. So, yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited to to read this. Yeah. All right. Next up, Simon and Schuster acquired an exclusive submission, World Rights to What the Fact? By Pulitzer finalist, Emmy Award-winning journalist, Stanford professor, and author of Viral BS, Dr. Seema Yasmin. This timely guide helps teens navigate the world of misinformation and disinformation, recognize bias, and separate fact from fiction in legacy media and social media, and develop critical thinking and digital literacy skills. Publication is set for early 2022. I'm not sure if Viral BS is for adults, but this book sounds like it would be very useful for a lot of uh, baby boomers out there, (laughs) considering that they seem to have trouble understanding how Facebook can manipulate the news and how you shouldn't believe everything that is being told on TV. It sounds like something that is useful that should be taught in schools, because I think you know, like you mentioned, a lot of boomers or older people might be susceptible to online fake news. But there's a lot of like kids who are getting their news only from TikTok as well that could also use some, you know, some critical thinking skills, I guess. All right. Next up, Disney Hyperion acquired at auction Derek Chow's debut middle grade fantasy, Ravenous Things. Set in modern times, this creepy re-envisioning of the Pied Piper features a subway labyrinth, changeling rats, and a mysterious stranger who makes improbable promises. Publication is planned for summer 2022. So this is a Disney Hyperion piece. So uh, I know that they've done a couple of fairy tale adaptations. I know uh, a couple of Asian American authors have done um, some of these as well as part of their series. I know Elizabeth Lim, the author of uh, Spin the Dawn, and Unraveled the Dusk wrote, like, the Cinderella um, spinoff adaptation retelling. Yeah, I mean, was there a Disney version of the Pied Piper, or am I... 
not remembering it. I think maybe in one of their shorts, but mm. I don't. But not as like a featured film. Yeah. Next up, Penguin Nancy Paulson Books bought world rights to "You and Me, Baby," written by Aisha Said and illustrated by Ebony Glenn. The picture book is about the love between a new mother and baby as they lean on each other to learn from each other. Publication is planned for spring 2023. I guess it's a it's a picture book for babies, picture book for kids about babies for new new moms (laughs) to read to their babies again experiences that i have no experience yeah neither of us are parents (laughs) but it sounds sounds cute all right next up astra house preempted north american rights to south korean author kyung suk shin kyung suk shin's new novel i went to see my father following in the footsteps of shin's 2011 bestseller please look after mom The sweeping family epic centers on a father whose life goes through war, democracy movements, and other ups and downs of Korea's modern history. Anton Herr will translate the book, which is slated for January 2021. This sounds like one of those Han books. Uh, It, yeah, it is. Um, uh, Kyungsook Shin, or Shin Kyungsook, this is her first book in a very long time if if i remember correctly um 10 years right i think so i 2011 yeah oh i guess i guess please look after mom was her last book but uh five or six years ago um kyungsook was um accused of plagiarism she was accused of lifting uh passages from um yuki mishi god i'm trying to remember the author's name Anyway, she was uh, accused of plagiarism of lifting passages from a short story by a very famous Japanese uh, writer, and uh, she was caught. She admitted it, and she just kind of disappeared off of the face of the earth for like five, six years. Wow. Uh, so this is like her first public re reappearance, I guess. Interesting. So, yeah, so it is like a very it's a it's a pretty big deal that she. Um, is coming out with this book now, especially when it's like a follow-up to her most successful work. Um, if I'm like, please look after mom. I remember when that first came out, it was like, it was like an instant New York Times bestseller. It was, it was like really, really popular. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure if I will read it because <laughs> this sounds uh, very quite- triggering. Very triggering, very emotional read. And, you know, sometimes I just want to read to relax. And this does not sound like a relaxing read. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be in one of those moods. Yeah. All right. Our next deal. Penguin Life bought world rights to But What Will People Say? The debut book of Brown Girl Therapy founder Sahaj Karkali, uh, which was a Instagram account that bills itself as the first and largest mental health community for children and immigrants. The book, subtitled On Navigating Mental Health as a Child of Immigrants, expands upon the account's mission, combining personal narrative, anecdotal analysis, comprehensive research, while challenging the mental health community to democratize and decolonize how we approach identity and wellness. And there is no publication date announced yet. Sounds like a very important book. Um, I don't think it's lost on a lot of listeners out there that mental health is still uh, not just a taboo in the asian american community but just like the general populace i i would say um and a lot of the perceptions on getting therapy um it it differs based on like your cultural background and also there's like 
the description says decolonize how we approach identity and wellness. Uh, and a big problem that we have in our mental health uh, system is that there aren't enough therapists of color. So for a lot of people who are Asian American going to see a white therapist, for example, they might not feel as, I guess, comfortable to reveal like their cultural background and their trauma and like not have it be framed in a very colonial way. So I think this is a very interesting uh, book on a topic that isn't discussed as often as it should be. Yeah. All right. Next up, Double Day Bought U.S. Rights to To Paradise by Hanya Yanagihara, author of A Little Life. The novel is set in an alternate America in 1893, 1993, and 2093, with stories driven by Yanagihara's, Yanagihara's understanding of the aching desire to protect those we love, partners, lovers, children, friends, family, and even our fellow citizens, and the pain that ensues when we cannot. Two Paradise is slated for January 2022. Sounds interesting. It reminds me of our former book club pick on Bangkok Weeks to Rain because it's like it sounds like it's taking place in multiple time periods, including one that's in the far future where it becomes speculative. Yeah, yeah. Sounds interesting. Uh, okay, next up, Viking bought at auction Gloria Chow's When You Wish Upon a Lantern. In this YA romance, a teen girl tries to save her family's wishing lantern shop in Chicago's Chinatown by secretly making wishes come true for customers. But when she teams up with the boy from the Mooncake Bakery next door, sparks fly, and she realizes she has a secret wish of her own. Publication is scheduled for fall 2022. Gloria Chow, the author of American Panda and Rent a Boyfriend. Yeah. So this is uh, her third book, I think. Hopefully, I think I think that's her third one. Maybe it's her fourth book. It's third or fourth, but congratulations, Gloria. <laughs> All right. So next up, Scholastic and Graphics acquired at auction the tryout and its sequel, The Squad, by two-time Newbery honoree Christina Sintornvat and illustrated by Joanna Cacao. This book is a middle-grade graphic memoir about Suntornvat being the only Asian-American kid in her small Texas town to try out for the cheerleading squad. Publication is slated for 2022. Wow. So we've had Christina on the show before, and uh, I don't think she ever mentioned her <laughs> trying out for the cheerleading squad. I don't think we brought that up, but this is interesting. So it's like a, it's an autobiography graphic novel? Yeah, it's a graphic memoir. Right, right, right. You did say that. Right. Yeah, that's cool. I, I did say that, Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, those are the new book deals for May 2021. Um, so yeah, let's move on to our book news segment. Uh, Rira, what's our first story? So some congratulations are in order. Uh, we have some authors of Asian descent who landed in the New York Times bestsellers list. Um, so I'm just going to list out their names right now. So The Ones Were Meant to Find by Joan He debuted at number eight on the Young Adult Hardcovers um list and then we have goodbye again by johnny sun uh, which debuted at number 12 on nonfiction hardcover on the same list debuting at number two crying in h mart by michelle zoner aka japanese breakfast uh so congratulations to uh joan johnny and michelle i yeah. mean this is kind of a big deal because 
Uh, we've never had this many Asian <laughs> authors at all on like the New York Times bestsellers list at the same time. So it's, it's yeah. kind of like a really big deal. I mean, it's a sign that A, um, the books are doing really well and B, that the publishers are putting resources behind marketing them. Yeah, and I'm like really glad that uh, Joan's book got to be on the list because uh, she's also the author of Descendants of the Crane. And if you've listened to a previous episode um, where we covered like the whole copyright issue <laughs> over over her book and how like her publisher, her previous publisher didn't uh, stop printing when the copyright ran out. Um, yeah, it, she went through a lot of of trouble. and. Yeah. and it, like earlier this past year so it's really nice that like her second work is now a new york times bestseller yeah congrats to everyone our, our next story comes from the hollywood reporter um, netflix acquires tv rights to grace lee's novel portrait of a thief which is set to be published in april 5th 2022 so congrats to grace unlocking in that tv deal um portrait of a thief is based on the true story of chinese art vanishing from western museums and the book is a story about friendships, the colonization of art, and the complexity of the Chinese-American identity. Um, the show is the latest Asian-American-focused IP to be acquired by Netflix. Other shows include um, the dramedy Beef with Stephen Young and Ali Wong, uh, Min Jin Lee's Free Food for Millionaires, Susie Yang's White Ivy, and Jesse Sutanto's Dial A for Aunties. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm all about heist novels and heist films. Um, it considering how a lot of artifacts that are being housed in western museums across the world are stolen art and um <laughs> you know usually they were stolen either through uh colonization or if you're Egypt you go and they just straight up take it so yeah i kind of like this whole like robin hood kind of heist i'm guessing that is this that what is this type of story is um i'm actually not familiar with portrait of a thief um, um but this sounds really cool um the book is coming out in april of 2022 uh, who knows when the tv is going to be made but uh it look it sounds like it just got optioned so there is no script yet uh but congratulations to grace lee okay so we have one final news and it's also an adaptation deal so Deadline reported that Kathy Park Hong's Minor Feelings is being turned into a TV series by Russian Doll alumna Greta Lee and Studio A24. Uh, Greta Lee will star in, write, and exec produce the adaptation. Um, Christina Lee, showrunner of HBO Max's Made for Love, is attached to exec produce and supervise the project. I am very curious as to how they're going to make this into a TV series. I mean, the memoir itself is already episodic, so I imagine it'll just be like, you know, similar to Master of None, um, where it's, you know, episodic adaptations of the short stories, right? That's what I assume. I, I mean, it wasn't really like short stories. It was, it was essays, and a lot of those essays were more on the academic side. Uh, so I am really curious as to like how they are going to make this into a TV series. Like, is it going to be more documentary style, or is it going to be more... Uh, fictionalized following uh, the through line of Kathy Parks Hong's life. Uh, I am I, like, I'm very curious as to how they're going to tackle this, but yeah. Um, I mean, A24 is known for their dramas, right? Yeah. And, that, yeah. 
That's that's what I thought too. I was like, well, yeah. And Greta Lee is a, she, I mean, she's a comedic actor, so I don't know. It'll, it'll be it's in, it's an interesting combo. But I mean, a two four don't miss. So if anything, it'll be interesting. And that's a wrap on all of our book deals and book news yeah. for our May twenty twenty one mid month episode. As always, uh, thanks, Rira, for putting this all together. We had a big haul this month. Like, that's a lot of deals. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congrats to everyone we mentioned on this episode. A lot of really exciting things coming up. And I can't wait to see them all, like, on the screen or on the bookshelf. A quick reminder, um, Rira, what, are we, what is our book club pick for this month? Uh, so we are reading The Silence of Bones by June Her. Um, just a trigger warning, there is some gore and uh, domestic violence, I think, in, in the book. So just go in with caution. And we will be discussing this book at the end of the month on the show. But if you have already read it, uh, go ahead on Goodreads and just chime in. We'd love to hear all of your thoughts or to or just tweet us and we'll, you know, we just want to be more connected with you all. Tell us your thoughts. Yeah. And with that, that'll do it for this episode of Books and Boba. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you're looking for books by Asian and Asian American authors, check our bookshop at bookshop.org slash shop slash books and boba, um, where we have a ton of really cool lists that Rira has curated um, to suit your book shopping needs. And any purchase on there does support the show and also your local bookstore. So um, definitely check that out um, we don't do this that often but if you do enjoy our show um, please leave us a rating review on iTunes um, it's always great to um, see what our listeners think about our show and you know the more ratings we get the more we get in front of people so um, it's one way you guys can help us out but with that um, have a great rest of APAM 2021 and we'll see you next time on Books and Boba bye everyone bye everyone Thanks for listening to Books and Boba. This podcast was hosted by Marvin Yue and Ri Rayu and edited and produced by Marvin Yue. Follow the book club on Twitter and Instagram by going to at Books and Boba and engage with us on Goodreads on our Goodreads group. You can also check out past episodes of the podcast by going to booksandboba.com and by subscribing to us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget, you can support Books and Boba and Asian American authors by purchasing books at our bookshop.org account. Check out the link in our show notes and also at booksandboba.com. Books and Boba is a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American-hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about the collective and check out our fellow Potluck shows by visiting the website podcastpotluck.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, I'm Phil Yu, and you may know me from a blog called Angry Asian Man. And I'm Jeff Yang, author, journalist, and celebrity dad. We host a podcast called They Call Us Bruce, an unfiltered conversation about what's happening in Asian America. Each week or so, we host a discussion about some of the most vital and interesting topics in our pop culture and our community, bringing in guests who are shaping and informing this thing called Asian America from Hollywood to D.C. and beyond. Uh, we've got media, entertainment, food, family, politics, representation, the good, the bad, the WTF of it all. So check us out wherever you get your podcasts or at theycallsbruce.com. Peace. Peace.